five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Good wife you would be. Yeah, we're still uh, we're docked here down around the port of paradise and uh, getting our yacht on. How was everybody this morning? That was a that was an interesting little studio track. It wasn't a studio. I mean, it was in a studio where they were actually doing something live, the vocal track, or I don't know what it was. But did you notice the crowd? They're all women. <laughs> it's, like, it's looking glass today. Oops. Women only. It's the women only crowd. And I don't know who the hosts were. But that was a time where people walked around like that. They walked around with, here, let's see if I can find it again. <laughs> Where you go? Let me do a share. Do a little quick share again. Uh, hopefully this is on uh, on Rumble. I programmed all that last night. Just to do a quick little breakdown here. First of all, it's all women, although disputable here. Could be dude in leisure suit. Not quite sure. We go all the way back to the beginning. And <clears throat> people walked around like this. I mean, this was not their stage getup and stage costume. They actually dressed like this. By the way, this guy reminds me of, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Hurd. There's all these different Hurds. John Hurd, John Hurd, William Hurd. That's what he reminds me of. People dress like this. They'd walk around. I mean, this doesn't happen anymore. The reason why it doesn't happen is, number one, the sun in its current state would probably cook the living shit out of them, and they'd be uh, fried bacon in those, especially this guy right here. And that's what you call style. Let's go to the crowd again. There's the band. Gotta love the shirt. That's something that Robert Plant would wear, although that wouldn't have been his shirt. That would have been Brandy's shirt. Everybody behaves so well, so nicely. Oh, they're just there to meet the band. You know that even like like a and they were considered kind of a mid-level band. 
had a couple hits. This one, of course, they're they're anthemic. It's not an anthem, but it's a it's a huge hit. And uh, they even these guys were hot commodities with the opposite sex. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm Robert Phoenix, and this is 15 Minutes of Flame. Thanks for being here. And if you're on the podcast side of things and listening, welcome. Let me show you. I want to show you guys something. I don't think I've ever shown this to you before. I'm going to give you a look behind the veil here and give you some insight into the stats with the podcast, which are highly encouraging. So every month, right? This is when we started. And every month it just gets up and to the right and up and to the right. And we're in the uh, first two weeks of July here. And uh, hopefully we'll be more up and to the right to have the episode breakdown. Here's some of the analytics. I'm sure you guys find this just really fucking fascinating. Um, that's the embed player on the website right there. And uh, this is from Apple Podcasts. We've got a pretty good presence on Spotify, although it was a little bit bigger earlier on. Uh, Apple really, really peaked. Looks like, what is that, May? We had uh, 722 downloads on Apple, which is pretty good, I have to say. Right. These these are all the other players. This gives you the breakdown of who's listening and where. Of course, the good old USA, number one in stats. And then the UK, always, always, always a strong number two. Gotta love our brothers and sisters from the United Kingdom, our fellow Chatarians from across the Atlantic. And then it's kind of a scramble after that. Canada almost always. Shows up with a strong number three right there. And then we get into Australia. Of course, it's the English-speaking countries. But then there's a bit of a break in the action. You see here we have Germany, Croatia, and then the Ivory Coast. The Ivory Coast continues to be a strong source of downloads. So 103 downloads. Shout out. Cote d'Ivoire and uh, Croatia and Germany, super strong. New Zealand, we got, you got to pick it up, New Zealand. All your uh, English-speaking brethren are way out in front. Uh, but it, we even get some traction in, in places like, like Russia. There's China. I have two downloads from China, probably the CCP. Even Russia's had a few downloads, 26 downloads from Russia. And uh, you can see kind of the scope of how the show is reaching various people and where Mexico, Spain, South Africa, Slovenia, Puerto Rico, Philippines, Thailand, Italy, Brazil, all the way down to some, you know, we got Austria, the DR, Ecuador, the island of Guadeloupe, and Malawi. Oh, we've got a listener in Malawi. How did that happen? Shout out Malawi. It is the beauty, the absolute beauty of new media. Uh, let me go over to the Rumble side. I programmed it last night while you were sleeping and while I wasn't. And it had nothing to do with the gummies, by the way. 
Uh, it says uh, it says offline. Why are we offline? I don't know why. Waiting for stream. So we have everything. Uh, okay, there's something I need to do. I remember this now. All right, hold on a second. Because I remember there was something last time that, uh, where is edit, 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 view broadcast details. Okay, so we're streaming there, custom RMTP. Uh, so it's, it says that we should be, should be streaming. I'm just gonna. I'm going to expect that we're streaming right now. I'm gonna expect it. And if we're not, uh, I'll deal with it later. We do have a 15 minutes of flame channel over on the uh, boss cast side of things. I got to talk to them today because supposedly that's on Roku. Anyway, what's happening, everybody? I just thought I would give you a look behind the veil as to what's going on. Speaking of look behind the veil, we're going to get into uh, Hunter Biden today. Holy shit. All right. The big question that we're going to ask is why is this happening and why now? Something is going on. There, there So over the weekend... When we were in Nashville, I was going through and I was looking at a lot of the, the uh, 4chan stuff that was being busted and put out onto uh, Twitter. And there was a lot of chatter around that. And the chatter was that uh, that Hunter, but this whole thing was like a honeypot. That if you open certain images on your cell phone or on your computer, you'd get on a list and you know, there's, there's always this. And I, and I think it's important to have an almost paranoid level of discernment at times, but at the same time, there's, there's also uh, other things that are, that are happening, other things that are going on that are above and beyond that. Because I don't, I, I think it's too ubiquitous at this point. People are saying, oh, I don't want to, trust me, you're on a fucking list. If you listen to this show, you are on a list. I'm not sure if there's anybody who is not on a list. Okay. It all depends on where you are in the rankings. Are you in the rankings? Are you going to be the United States or are you going to be Malawi on that list? I don't, you, you know what I mean? By the way, David has a new show. I was watching it last night. Of course, I'm talking about David Palmer, a.k.a. The Leo King. And it's called Spiritual Daddy. <laughs> I I love it. I, it. You know, I can see David is starting to branch out a little bit. You know, he's getting out of the, uh, the, astro, the astro and tarot ghetto. And he's trying to, I can see what David's doing. He's, he's, uh, he's trying to branch out a little bit. I got, I got to tip my cap to him. It's good. And the show is him and Brian, who is uh, fixed air astrology. Uh, Brian's a good dude. And uh, Brian was actually in studio. I don't think Brian's been in studio before. 
when he was doing the show with David before with uh, uh, Tarot Love, I think Brian was, Brian lives up in, uh, around I don't know, the Sacramento area, I think, somewhere, somewhere up there. So he would be in the studio, his, his home studio, David would be in his uh, Southern California studio. And um, so they would go back and forth. But Brian was actually in the studio for the show, which was, which was pretty cool. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of like the spiritual guy talk, which is, I, you know, I got to tip my cap to David. He's talking about things that he wants to talk about, which is, and, and it's fascinating watching. Now, when you lose a parent, something really alchemically changes about your life. And, you know, I've talked about when I lost my father back in 2010, 12 years. How fast the time goes, but. And I, I remember the change that, that happened for me, which I've, I've spoken about before. And I, and I love my father dearly, complicated character, but I felt free. Because he was such a big personality. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you can be around big personalities and sometimes they're not intrusive. Like I, I, I tend to think I'm a big personality. I was a lot more intrusive when I would drink. Trust me. That big personality would, my Jupiter Sag, my first house would come out, but I don't think I'm as, I don't think I'm that intrusive. Cause I, I like to give people space. I think space is underrated, right? Even when you're speaking or you're engaging, I think space is important. That's one of the things I love about the Friday show. If you're listening here on the uh, podcast side of things, I do a Friday show over on YouTube. It's on the 11th house channel and I get to talk to people. And that's one of my uh, greatest joys is being able to talk with people and create a space with them for a couple hours and allow them to emerge and then have a really interesting dialogue. And it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a contextual place for the big personality to come out, but to share it at the same time, which I think is ultimately where I like to be. But my father, he could do that. He was a great listener, but he was just such an immense personality that, um, you know, he was like a shadow that, that, you know, that would cast himself upon the earth. I mean, he was, I mean, he was physically big and he had a big presence, right? So, when he, when he, when he passed away, what did I experience? I experienced space and it will change you. It will, it will, the, the, the loss of a parent. And I think particularly a father uh, will change a person. And I can see David going through those changes. He's becoming in some ways uh, even more of uh, his own experience or, or his own version of, of David. So it's cool to watch him branch out into other stuff. All right. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time sort of navigating the highways and the byways of the islands in the stream. So why don't we, uh, let's uh, check in here with the sponsor of the show. And of course, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about True Hemp Science. 
And I, I've never asked Chris about this, but I wonder if how true hemp science or true hemp or hemp or CBD would affect you if you were sailing. Does it work for vertigo? Not vertigo, um, seasickness. Yeah, it does work for vertigo too. Does it work for seasickness? That's a really good question. So True Hemp Science is the uh, company that's run by my friend, Christopher Lynch, who I think will probably be at the event this year. I think he'll have a table there and he'll have some of his hemp products. And so you'll be, if you uh, haven't met him, he was here uh, over the 4th of July weekend, just a fascinating character, mad scientist. And he'll be at the event in October. I'm pretty sure of that. Um, in fact, in the first year he was there and we had a CBD social and he had some of his uh, CBDs and he put them in these uh, little shot, plastic shot glasses with Topo Chico. And uh, we had a little Topo Chico CBD social. It was pretty cool. Anyway, if you spend a hundred dollars at uh, True Hemp Science and you put in 15 mins, right? There's a link right there truehamscience.com backslash ref backslash 23. If you spend $100, you'll get $20 or more worth of product added onto your order, which is always a pretty cool thing. And um, I took my gummy late last night because I was up late. So that was, I needed to take it earlier. But I was talking to one of our uh, fellow Chatarians so there you go, True Hemp Science. And if you're listening, remember that's truehempscience.com backslash ref. The backslash is an REF ref, backslash 23. Unfortunately, uh, Christopher only delivers in the continental US for now. There are some countries who do not look kindly on the whole CBD experience. So you can't get it there, unfortunately, which is a bummer. Um, Interesting story. I was talking with the uh, Mr. Introspective Woodworker yesterday. I was driving from town. I got to the gym and I got on my phone and I, I, I called it because he sent me a text. I'm like, okay, I need to get to the bottom of what you're sharing. It has to do with Abe and uh, supposedly the shooter's mother belonging to um, the Unification Church like just more high strange. So I wanted to find out what's going on. Anyway, I'm cruising out of town and I'm, I'm a, I'm one of those guys the you know, don't wear a seatbelt guy. And you know why I don't wear a seatbelt? Because they're telling me to wear a seatbelt. Like I think wearing a seatbelt should be optional unless you're a kid. Now, if you're a kid, it's different. I think you should, seatbelt your kids in, put them in their car seats, whatever you need to do, even though we had none of that shit when I was growing up. You ride in the back of a truck. You can't do that now. Right? <laughs> we were free. We were more of a free range latchkey society. So anyway, I'm not wearing a seatbelt. I'm talking with Ryan and I'm passing a pretty large gas station on the main drag 290. 
and there's a sheriff's car sitting in the driveway of the gas station in a suit. And I know that I'm going the requisite speed limit. And as soon as I pass that gas station, it pulls out. So I'm talking to Ryan and I move over, slow lane it, doing the speed limit. We're talking and they said, I'm going to get pulled over. I know I'm going to get pulled over. And he says, well, what, why, why are you going to get pulled over? I said, because I think they saw that I'm not wearing a seatbelt. And he's like, oh man, well, maybe you can, you can, uh, you can do something and buckle it up. I said, no, I can't do that right now. Right. Cause in my head, I'm thinking they know that I'm not wearing a seatbelt. They saw it. Right. So what would happen if they pull up on me, which they did, by the way, and they saw that my seatbelt was on, it would be an admission of guilt on my part. Now, I knew that I wasn't wearing a seatbelt, but they didn't need to know that I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. You know what I mean? So they came up to the car and he tried to get me on my registration. He said my registration was uh, had expired. Well, he was wrong. I had to uh, correct him on that. Really, what they just want to do is they just want to get to your license and uh, pull your license and see if you have any warrants. That's it. There's, it's nothing more than that. So he said, oh, by the way, I saw that you weren't wearing a seatbelt. They're like, oh, you're right. I'm not wearing a seatbelt. Must have, it slipped my mind. <laughs> and he's probably thinking, oh, right, buddy. You know what I mean? You're in that little, like, Unspoken cat and mouse game with the cops. So he came back and ran my, he ran my license. And of course, I'm a law abiding and upstanding citizen. So I'm not going to have any, uh, any stale warrants on my part. And he let me go with a warning. He says, I just need to, I need to watch you buckle up before you go. Hey, no problem. All right, done with the coffee. Jasper has found a box. I brought him a box. He's in the box right now. In the box on the countertop. He's in bliss. I think I've always thought Jasper is a Taurus. He might be a Pisces, though. Kind of rethinking Jasper his and his sign. Because I think we got him uh, after my father passed away, which was March. We must have got him in maybe April or May or something like that. Maybe maybe May. He might be a Pisces, late April. I'm going to have to find out because he sure as hell acts like a Pisces sometimes. He's very needy. No, not all Pisces are the same. I'll give you 100 Pisces and they're all different. Um, all right, let's get into, uh, the best, absolute best chat group on the internets, Chattaria. All right, let's see who do we have here. Uh, we got DJMC, what's going on? Mr. Inferno, Michael Sister Nino, what's happening? Empath is here. Uh, good morning to you. Michael Paffer. We got back-to-back Michaels. 
Right on. Uh, J.P. Love, hey, Jacqueline, good to see you here, my fellow, my fellow star watcher, watcher of the sky, C.C. Jones. Hello, friend. There's Ryan, the witness to my little ordeal with the uh, sheriff's department. Double B, Beth Barry. Beth Barry's in the house. Hello. Double K, Catherine Kramer's in the house. Hello, Catherine. Sony's here. Hi, Sony. Good to see you. Uh, let's see who else do we have. Uh, Michelle, what's going on, Michelle? Hopped on Rumble was greeted by the best intro to Robert's show. Uh, oh, it's going. It's happening. All right, good. Excellent. So the Rumble side of things is happening. Yeah, you saw Jasper, right? <laughs> yeah, he's he's part of a montage now. He'll be back. He will be back. Uh, nice to start the day in such good company. Amen to that, Beth. I agree. All right, man, my eyesight is fucked today. Uh, let's see, who is this? Lilith's son. Good morning. Pedo Peter and Hunter, more treason per day than I can handle. We're going to get into that. Um, I apologize. My, my vision sucks today. I want to get everybody's name right. Is it uh, you? You? Uh, it is Lilith's son, right? Okay, want to make sure. Uh, let's see. And yet, Biden is still president. Uh, put an asterisk on that. Fran says, "I remember this song on the radio all the time." You could not get away from Brandy. Brandy is one of those songs. That is probably, if you were to take a hundred songs from various genres that are American, Brandy's in the 100. It, Brandy is in that 100. Now, the other 99, debatable. You have a lot of genres to pick from country, rock. Does a disco song make the top 100? Maybe from uh, Saturday Night Fever, which for better or worse, I was not a disco fan. I fucking hated disco with a passion. It was everything that I was against in a lot of ways. But, you, you know, but that says... If you wanted to go meet girls, what did you do? You got a polyester leisure suit. You got the, the, the floppy collar. You got the shoes and you, you learned how to disco dance. And you went, you went to the, whatever the local version of the disco was. And then you, you met girls. I mean, that's the way, that's the way it worked. Um, so yeah, I would say Saturday Night Fever, the BG students in their summer. Who else do we have? Kelly B's here. A bit cheeky there, Robert. Hey, cheeky's good. We need a little cheeky. Am I right? Hucklebuck 411. Howdy. Susie, the sea goddess. Happy Tuesday right back at you, Susie. 
Johnny, I love a mix of Yacht Rock and AM Gold. Brandy, by the way, is considered Yacht Rock. There's an article on Wikipedia, and uh, Brandy and the group gallery is considered Yacht Rock. Rue 9, what is happening? Good to see you. Robin. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Mark M, what's going on, brother? My antipodal brother. Maurice 100, good morning. Last week was quite eventful on the world stage. This week, we we're still in the building phase to the uh, climax, but intensity intensifies as we go. Well, it looks like Macron is going to have to step down. There's a, I mean, Jesus. These people are dropping like flies now. Macron, we're going to get the butt. We're going to get the hunter. Don't worry. You'll probably have to take a shower after the show. I got to say this about Hunter Biden. Um, you know, 10, 11 year olds, 12 year olds aside. Just keep them over there for now. Hunter Biden is fucking enjoying life. Like there may be a lake of hell waiting for him somewhere when it's all over, but Hunter Biden has got a lot of mileage out of this lifetime. Trust me. A lot. He's done whatever the fuck he wants and he's done it. A thousand times over. A thousand times over. Whatever you think of him, I mean, he's he's he has absolutely zero morality. Uh, he is compromised and in the pockets of who knows how many foreign international national entities who knows right he is thoroughly compromised he doesn't care he's just looking for more opportunities to gain profit have more meth have more coke and have more uninhibited sex with himself with pretty much well i don't think he's into guys But he has given him, he's got, you know, how they have the Black American Express card. He's given himself the Black American Express card for life. Now, that doesn't mean that he may not have a price to pay. Oh, he certainly, he certainly has to pay the piper at some point. Maybe that, maybe that time is coming. We'll get into it more. Uh, let's see who else we have. Lionsgate 08. Welcome to the show. Good morning to you, wherever you are. The Ukraine is probably the person you called. Laugh out. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. A person seemed like they were in the midst of uh, some shock and trauma. Probably doesn't even remember me calling them. I'm on the Boxcast stream, and it just is just fine down here. Cool. Let's see what else we have. Uh, Matthew, I listen from China, 
but it'd probably show up from elsewhere. I use a VPN. Well, Matthew, welcome to the show all the way from China. Wow. It's amazing the reach of the, uh, of the new media. I love it. What is going on politically speaking bodies in the process being set up to be removed from office. Maurice, you're on it. You're on it like a, like a, like a thumbtack. That's what's happening. They're getting ready to remove Julie balls are big cat mamas in the house. Good to see Julie. Renee is here. Oh, let's see. Julie sends me some of the funniest shit. And not politically correct. Uh, try adopting the way lead characters in the series, person of interest, avoid detection from those computer watchers. They can do anything. Project Pegasus can do anything. The uh, eyes in the sky and elsewhere are everywhere. See, Pines is here. There is my man, Steve, checking in. What's going on, brother? Uh, let's see. Who else do we have? Kelly says, David and I lost a parent around the same time. My younger sister was born only days after David. So it it's a little synced up in, life, in timelines. Arlene checking in. What's going on, Arlene? Arlene is the chicken whisperer. A woman of many talents. Uh, let's see who else do we have. Tay Yeah, we need a rain dance for sure. I just got to get my car washed again. That seemed to do the trick the last two times. Tay Zay uh, chiming in from Southern Colorado. Let's see who else. Neo Wise is here. No seatbelts and back of the truck rides over here. Man, we lived in a free range fucking society. I know every generation says, well, you know, we had it better back then. Well, some generations will say we had it harder. You know, that was a shift. Because I remember growing up, people would, oh, I had to walk five miles to school every day. No. We had to go out and pump our own water. We had to take a crap in a hole in a little box outside the house. That stuff is true. But you never really heard them talk about how much better their life was. You know why? Because it wasn't. <laughs> their life wasn't better. They were living in their better life when they were looking back and talking about that shit. That shit was hard. They, they did not. That was not their. They were not reminiscing about the good old days of Benny Goodman or uh, Glenn Miller. You know why? Because life was better when they were in the, the latter prime of their existence. But that's not the case now, right? We're moving, we're moving to the area where we're going to have to walk five miles to get to some kind of a school or, or our kids will in the snow or have to take a crap in a, in a little wooden box with a hole in it. And, and if we're lucky, we'll get to pump our water, right? I mean, that's why it, it's a different conversation. I mean, they were free range, but free range had a price to pay back then. Our free range was different, but it was cool. 
And uh, Christopher Knowles and I talked about that on um, on the show on Friday. We talked about that with Stranger Things because Stranger Things, I think, is really kind of in his timeline. Being in middle school, late middle school, early high school, uh, early high school, right around 1979, 1980, right? The late 70s, 78, 79, those kids are 13 years old, something like that, 12, 13 years old. And it does capture that zeitgeist, people riding around on their bikes, bikes everywhere. You rode everywhere. You didn't have play dates. Oh, let's set up a play date sometime. No, why don't you just fucking go over to their house? Well, we have such a busy schedule. We have to set up. Nobody had busy schedules. Do you remember that? Nobody had a busy schedule. You just went over to somebody's house. You knocked on the door. Hey, you want to come out and play? That's how it worked. That is how it worked. Hey, you want to come out and play? And I, I've talked about this story before. I was the kid that other parents did not want their kids hanging out with. <laughs> no, I don't want you hanging out with him. That kid's a bad kid. I wasn't really a bad kid. I, I was mischievous. But I was not bad. Now, I knew bad kids, trust me. Now, there were kids you did not want your kids hanging out with. I wasn't really one of them. I was an influencer. I will say that. But I wasn't a bad kid. I didn't carjack. I knew, I knew kids that carjacked. All right, who else do we have here? Uh, let's see. Uh, he is lost in the sauce. I heard a background on a Sunday night Pat podcast. Let's see what else we have here. Anybody else new? My cat likes rectangles. Yeah, Jasper is, he feels safe in his box. I've got to get him another cat. Loki, Loki, how do you do, how do you decide for pet astrology, especially a cat? They all behave like Leo, sun, moon, everything. There are cats that have personalities. I mean, and they do have fucking personalities. Uh, Joan has a black cat who's an Aries, and he's a fucking Aries. He is an Aries. He is willful, stubborn, goes his own way. And then she's got another cat who is definitely a Taurus. He's fat. He's a, not all Tauruses are fat, by the way. I'm having a politically incorrect moment in my head right now with a scene from somebody in the 1990s who was a Taurus. Anyway, um, he's fat. He's a sweet cat, but he's fat. All pets have astrology. Okay, who else do we have here? But you're right. They're mostly, you know, but what are dogs? If, 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 uh, if cats are Leos and Leonine, which they are, by the way, they all think they're Kings and Queens. Then what are dogs? Are they the moon? I would say dogs are really unconditional. Maybe dogs are Jupiterian. They might be Jupiterian because dogs like to party. 
Um, who else? Birdie. Hey, what's going on, Birdie? Tweet, tweet. Let's see. God, we got a good chat today. Boy, we are full. We are full. Who else do we have? Am I missing anybody? Uh, dancing is good for the soul. I agree. Ambrosia is considered yacht rock. Yes, they are. They are considered yacht rock. Ambrosia uh, had the best harmony. Uh, truly, right? Uh, nice, nice, very nice. One of my favorite songs. Anyone have you get the feeling uh, RP will be owning a yacht one day? You know, as you were thinking about that, I was beginning to read. Re I swear to God, this is what was going on in my head. And uh, Birdie was picking up on it. I'm thinking, you know, I've been thinking about, you know, this whole land thing, like, you know, getting a piece of land and, uh, you know, home. I'm thinking, you know, that's a great idea, but maybe what I should really do is get a, a yacht. Maybe that's what I really should do is just get a yacht and start sailing. It's becoming more appealing to me, actually. You know, okay, so here's an interesting story. This is when I was married and I was uh, I was producing this concert for Paul Horn. Actually, it was for me and Paul. We were, we were partners in this thing. And if you're not aware of Paul Horn, he did a, a uh, recording called Inside the Taj Mahal, which is generally considered one of the first New Age records. That and Music for Zen Meditation by Tony Scott which I used to play at this record store a long time ago, long time ago, back in the eighties, it was in the bins and I, and I would pull, nobody would buy it. And I think I pulled it back for behind the counter and I would play music for Zen meditation, Tony Scott, which is a great record by the way. Uh, but Paul did inside the Taj Mahal and he did a bunch of inside records he did inside the great pyramid. He did inside the wall of China, all, all kinds of inside records. So I was, I was producing this concert and I was doing everything in my power to not fail. I didn't want to fail. So every opportunity that I had, I would go out and I would promote the show. And this is when Saturn was going through my eighth house. And I remember one day I went into San Francisco and you know, I, again, I was married, I had a kid. Um, and when you're, especially in that early phase, like when you know, your, your kid is like two years old or whatever, which I think he was close to that at that time, maybe a little over two. If you went out, and I know a lot of your parents, but you go out and you just have like time on your own. It's like fucking liberation. This is liberation. You're, and no matter how much you love your kid, which Obviously, I did, and I still do. <laughs> my marriage was questionable. I'm not sure how much I loved the marriage, but I definitely loved my kid. And, you know, as much as we went out and did all these things together, it was always good to kind of get some alone time. You know what I'm talking about, right? So I parked my car in San Francisco, and I decided to walk because I, was, I, was a, I used to love to walk, especially in cities. New York, I would walk like 40 blocks at a time. Um, and I loved every, 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 every inch of that walk. I loved it. Even though some areas like 
stunk and whatever, but it was, it was cool. So I did the same thing in San Francisco and I walked from the Knob Hill area all the way down to, um, Oh, which, which I'm call it. Oh man, I'm having a, I'm having a moment, but it was a place where they were having this, um, this crystal show, like crystals, rocks, you know, all these little jemmy things. So I'm there. I'm like, oh, I, you know, there are people here that are probably into Paul Horn. I hope, I think. So let me get my Paul Horn postcards and kind of walk around, put a few down. And um, there was this one guy who had a shop. Well, it wasn't a shop. It was a little stand pop-up. And he started like doing a reading on me. And he said, you're a sailor. You're a captain. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? He says, no, really. You, you have sailed the oceans in another lifetime. You've seen many places. You've been to many lands. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I do have a south node in Pisces, so maybe he's right. And he went into great detail about my life as a mariner. Now, what's interesting is that my father was a my father was Mr. Self-taught dude. Um, and he got a boat. I think he had about a 25-foot sailboat. And he now I'm shitty with knots. So I don't know how much of the sailor stuff really applies. You would think that if I was a sailor, I'd be really good at knots. And pun not intended, I'm not. But it kind of struck a chord there. I was talking with uh, Michelle, a.k.a. uh, Punk Rock Love, over on Twitter yesterday. And I said, you know, I want to do like a day cruise. Like a yacht, yacht day cruise. And we'll set it all up. Maybe I'll do it in Southern California. That might be fun. Go out for a day. Day and night. Run a yacht, a day and a night. Hopefully the conditions are really good. On a new moon, we'll go out, we'll look at all the stars. We'll have the Yacht Rock soundtrack in the background. We'll have board games, we'll do tarot readings. Wouldn't that be cool? A great place on the ocean. You know, I was trying to do that when I was in my 30s. I was doing a lot of tarot readings and I wanted to go on cruise ships be the uh, cruise ship tarot reader. Not quite a yacht, but close. All right, enough about me. Let's talk about the reprobate known as Hunter Biden because that's what we're here to talk about today. So what is going on with Hunter Biden? Inquiring minds want to know. Well, there's a lot going on with Hunter Biden because all of a sudden there is a shit ton of so-called Evidence that is implicating Hunter Biden with a lot of nasty things. Uh, Southwest United States, you got a big water problem, by the way. Bullhead City in Mojave County. So that's going to be northwestern Arizona, just across the Colorado River from Laughlin, Nevada. Uh, which and it's a town that basically services the gambling town. They've run out of water. Uh, this is interesting. 
says here, um, the Saudis are draining aquifers for growing alfalfa. Housing projects are drawing down ancient water sources. And of course, not directly applicable, Lake Mead is going down fast and the feds will be coming down hard about 50 days if the Southwestern states don't put together a strict rationing plan by then. Um, so the feds controlled the water level of Lake Mead through the Colorado River. Okay, let's find some, um, I guess Zelensky's not getting enough uh, cocaine. He's pissed. Starbucks closing some uh, five Seattle stores over safety concerns. We want Hunter Biden. Okay, let's keep going. We are living in just bizarre times. That's an understatement. That is an understatement. Okay. Let me keep going here. Uh, SpaceX had a little bit of an accident, didn't they? We have time. We'll get into that. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see what do we have here. So Hunter Biden is writing op-eds for the Washington Post. All right, let's put that on the back burner. All right, let me show you one of the images for Hunter Biden. No further ado. Throw this out there. I do this by sending it to myself. Who said boomers are not computer literate? All right. So th there are a number of these photos that are flying around and some of the imagery is uh has been blacked out or obscured this is the one that is probably the most heinous by the way i was i was having this kind of existential question in my head do you think hunter biden would be doing all this stuff if he had a smaller dick because people have seen his wang right he's proud of it flaunts it around. Don't you think if he had like a, a smaller wang, he would have like settled for marriage and all the other stuff that kind of goes along. Not that people who don't have small wangs don't get married and settle down. They do. But I think it has something to do with it. It's like it's given him some kind of license to, I, I would call it the LBJ effect. He's got the LBJ effect because LBJ used to run around naked all the time. So it's Hunter Biden. If Hunter Biden didn't have to wear clothes, that fucker wouldn't wear clothes. Right. Here's the, here's the uh, image in question. If you haven't seen it, like 
This came off of his iCloud account. It's mind-blowing. It's absolutely mind-blowing. So, okay. To me, this photo... By the way, if you're not watching this, let me describe it to you. It's Hunter Biden. Um, it could be a hotel room, although it looks like it could also be somebody's house. I think it's more the latter because of the way things are set up. He's on an L-shaped couch. Um, he's laying down on the L-shaped couch. So his head is on the bottom part of the L and then his body is on the long part of the L and uh, he, he manages to have some decency in this photo. It uh, looks like he's wearing shorts maybe. And he's got two pillows just to make sure that is uh, who knows that is a circus tent hasn't risen. Although in this case it probably has. And there are five Young, and I mean young. These girls are maybe 11, 10, 11. And they're all wearing these little, like, beaded crowns. And one of them is on his left arm and giving him, like, a, a hand massage. He has his head in the lap of another and... She's on the the, uh, the bottom part of the L. It's like an inverted L. And she's giving him like an eye massage or a facial massage. And then you have this other young girl who's looking down on him and she has her feet on his chest and maybe she's rubbing his feet on his chest. And then there are these two other girls who are off into puppy land and they have a puppy. It is one of the strangest fucking pictures I've ever seen. Like, this is really strange on so many levels. So when you, it's almost like in a weird way, he's dead, but we know he's not dead. He's in a kind of this almost semi Christ-like hanged man position. And they're, they're, probably what's going on. He's probably done a shit ton of drugs and he's just completely zoned out and he's taking in the energy of these young women who this whole thing is really bizarre. Like you can kind of see here, and I'm going to try to look at this in an objective way, but you can see the essence of what, in some ways being a woman is in this photo in, in a pure and unadulterated, literally unadulterated or unadulted way that they're like nurturing him. These girls are nurturing him and he's just absolutely soaking it up. Right. And again, because they're young, they don't have any filters. And I'm not, by the way, I'm not advocating this photo. I just, you need to know this, right? But I'm trying to look at this photo in a way that gives it a bit of a different context. Like they are purely and unadulteratedly nurturing 
for whatever reason, who knows? I don't know why. I don't know what their story is. I don't know who hired them. I don't know if they're like friends of, of a girl there at a birthday party. I have no fucking clue what is going on here. But this is one of those photos that um, will get a lot of attention. Now, if you're looking to use this as a form of, what do they call it? Young attracted love, right? This is one of those photos that in a weird, I'm, I'm just playing with this now, right? Again, I'm not advocating this because they used to call, I think the new name for pedophilia is young attract, young love attraction or young attracted love or some, some stupid, stupid phrase like that. And if you are advocating for that, you would look at this picture and there is a weird, like innocence and wholesomeness to this picture. Like he's not, you know, he's covered up, right? He's covered up here. He's clearly doing everything in his theoretical power to make sure that the circus doesn't come into town. Or if it does come to town, uh, you know, there's some uh, cushy barricades. So there's a strange feeling of innocence with this photo. But on the other hand, there's also the lurking potential for perversity with this photo. I mean, even the little Chihuahua puppy like touches it off with a strange kind of innocence. So if you're a young, if you are attracted to young people, right? This is almost like the, you know, the poster for that relationship. Because theoretically, again, if you wanted to sell this, theoretically, it looks kind of wholesome. Kind of. It's weird. But just look at the imagery. Like they all have their clothes on. They're all wearing these little beaded crowns, which almost make them like little temple priestesses. They've got the puppy there, right? He's getting a hand massage. He's getting an eye massage. And there are people who would look at this photo and say, what is wrong with that? What is wrong with it? There's nothing wrong here. They're just, they're just being nurturing. And by the way, that is true because I feel like that in a lot of ways, this is the essence of woman. And when you're young, you don't have a lot of these filters that come in. So I think that's what you're seeing here. And, and this is by no, again, I need to be clear. I'm not advocating this. I'm just, I'm just telling you, this is my description of this, that that's what you're seeing. You're seeing this just like when you see, you know, you know, these young, young boys running around and they got no shirts on, they're riding their bikes and they're little wild men and they're fucking wrestling and shit. Right. When you see stuff like that, you know, that that's the unfiltered, um, uncultured in, in a lot of ways expression of both sexes 
But then, of course, we know what happens. Drag queen story hour that comes in. So it, this is a controversial image, no doubt. And a lot of these photos that you've seen have had the pictures of their faces obscured for whatever reason, right? Now this one is floating around and I pulled it off of a website. But there's, there's, there's tons more. There's the uh, photo of him. It's not a photo, it's a video. Let me see if I can find it. Do this. Now, there are other photos that are highly, highly incriminating. Um, here's one. So I can find this is from the daily.co.uk. I'm here to take you on a seemly cruise, an unseemly cruise. Oh, this is the one where he's um, the other thing about Hunter Biden that is interesting is how much of this has been caught with him videotaping himself. And he's an Aquarian. So Aquarians tend to be um, voyeurs. They have a voyeuristic quality. And he's a voyeur in, in his own life. Like the guy fucking documents everything. So here we go. This is him. He's in some kind of a spa and he's got, he's got his camera. He's got it all set up. He's drinking one of those uh, zero calorie wine spritzer drinks. And um, should we watch the whole video? There he is. He's always diddling himself, right? Of course, we've got the, uh, the fractal image. So it almost looks like he's in a uh, one of those float tanks. Looks like he's in a float tank with a green light. Right now he's coming up. He's got, what does he have in his head? Okay, and he's hooked up. He's got he's got crack. He's got he's he's loading up his crack pipe. And he's videotaping everything. And this was on his laptop. Um, not on his laptop, but and he kept it in his fucking iCloud. So somebody, i.e. Hunter, of course, has a lot of looks like somebody's there with him. I've never I haven't seen this part. You can sort of see the uh, the shoulder there. Somebody is videotaping him and he gets the uh, the video. So here he is. He's smoking his crack or his meth or whatever he's doing. 
and um, he's loading up on zero calorie refreshing bubbly alcohol carbonated alcohol let's see if we can move forward on this I think he comes closer to the camera doesn't he so now we're being taken into Hunter Biden's voyeuristic fantasy world. He's all loaded up there. I think somebody's in there taking that video with him. You know, he's having his, one of his patented Hunter staring into the camera moments. It's a Hunter Biden deep moment. So let me try to see if I find the other one, the other image, the other video. Let me see if I can do this. Um, Okay, where is it? Uh, Hunter Biden confesses. He is so fucking compromised. It's amazing. It's all out there. Here's another one. This is him with a gun. And uh, the New York Post is on it. It's This is mainstream media fodder now at this point like we're not breaking anything anything new but uh this is um him with a hooker and a gun and this is why while his father is out on the campaign trail stumping for gun control you see that that's him But that's not a 38 caliber revolver. That's like a, a Glock. That's probably one of the guns. He's got his finger on the trigger too. Bad gun placement, Hunter. Bad finger placement. And then, so he's fucking around. There's always booze. And that's the, uh, the Russian hooker, I think. He's aging very quickly. Look how much he's aging. Holy shit. He's got all these crow's feet and he's got the super bags. So all this stuff is breaking now. And then yesterday, let me see if I can find this. Um, you guys have seen the footage, I'm sure. There's something about this speech that uh, oh, this is this guy's one of the Parkland dads. Oh, uh, this this gets just weirder all the time. Am I right? All right, at least if I get the audio on this. Okay. 
Because there was something about this whole thing that seemed really canned. Now, this is on Newsweek. Now, here's clone Biden. And um, he's giving a speech. And I guess one of these guys is the, this guy's the Parkland dad. Here we go. Wise steps to fulfill the responsibility to protect the innocent and while keeping faith with the constitutional rights. Will we match thoughts and prayers with action? I say yes. And that's what we're doing here today. Today's many things is proof that despite the naysayers, we can make meaningful progress on dealing with gun violence. Because make no mistake, sit down, you'll hear what I have to say. If you think you Let him talk. Let him talk. No one, okay? Because make no mistake about it, this legislation is real progress, but more has to be done. So what he's basically saying is he's got his uh, six and a half months ago a rocket launched from Earth. He's got it's all the shit, right? It's all the shit on his kid. You do get to hear him talk. Let me see if I could play the one where he's where he's actually saying something. Give me a second here. I mean, this guy's a fucking embarrassment. What, whatever you think about the um, the State of the Union, about uh, being an American, he's an embarrassment. Whoever is playing him or whatever's going on, it's an absolute and utter embarrassment. It's a humiliation ritual. And frankly, I think we've all had enough. Right. I mean, we, we've been in an abusive relationship with these people, whoever they are, whoever's pulling their strings. We've been in an abusive relationship with them and we're breaking up. Like this is over. You know, it's like, it's like going out to dinner with your partner and they're always shit faced and they're always, always embarrassing you wherever you go. And you're supposed to like stay with them no matter what through thick and thin. Meanwhile, you're, you're, you're becoming a, a, a basket case through the ongoing perpetration of trauma on a moment to moment basis. Like this is a fucking dysfunctional relationship. We're embarrassed. We're ashamed and we're breaking up and it doesn't even just have to be Biden. It can be the entire fucking system. Like we need to break up. We have to look at it from these terms. Now you look over there and you go, okay, well, there's the old sexy, sexy conservative right. Let's go over there and, you know, we'll hang out with them. It's a better deal than what they're showing us. But what they're showing us might be part of the game to make the other side 
a better deal, right? I mean, you have to think about three or four levels ahead of this stuff. We need to break up with the whole fucking thing because there was something dysfunctional about Trump too. I'm sorry there was. Was he better than Biden? Sure. I'd take Trump. He's more entertaining. Trump is more intentionally entertaining. Joe Biden is slapstick. One you laugh with, the other you laugh at. We laugh at Biden. We laughed with Trump. He says some funny shit. But at the same time, there was dysfunctionality. I mean, people were dropping like flies in the Trump White House. They'd be hired, they quit. They'd be hired, they quit. There was, you know, it was musical chairs. I mean, it was a dysfunctional family. And we deserve better. As a planet, we deserve better. End of story. Like, it's time to break up with these you know, these fucking parasites, whether they're Biden or the people behind Biden or the people behind the people behind. But we got to, it's time to break up with them. Like, it's over. You know, they've been given so many chances. Oh, okay, well, we'll let you back in. You ever been in one of those relationships? I was in one for almost two years. I had to move. I had to move 500 miles to get away from the damn relationship that would not let go of me. The hooks, the hooks were in me. Finally worked. Oh, I had to pay a price to get out of that relationship too, which means that you need to make good choices in relationships. All right, let's watch this again. Let me see if we can get this. His name is uh, Manuel Oliver. He's wearing a purple coat. This is from CNN. Let's see what they have to say here. I want to play something from Biden's event today about oh, the gun legislation packing, passing Congress. Of course, James, as you and I know, nothing's passed in, in, in decades on this. Okay, so to get something is really significant and important. It wasn't anywhere near uh, what the president wanted, but it was something. Yeah. But it wasn't anywhere near what he wanted or others wanted. And he was interrupted in the middle of his speech by the father of a Parkland school shooting victim. Here's what happened. It's proof that despite the naysayers, we can make meaningful progress on dealing with gun violence. You have to do more because than that. Make no mistake. You have to do more than that. You, you have to open an office in the White House. Name a so James, that, that was the bill that he could get, right? It was that or nothing. But nonetheless, that's the criticism. And he's also... So Skeletor over here, James Carville, of course, he's wearing a purple jumpsuit. I think it's LSU, the LSU Tigers. Go Tigers. See, I'm wearing purple today too. So this guy, Man Manuel Oliver, what's interesting is that there are two versions of that clip. One version, he's talking about the Hunter Biden video. The other version is a gun control version, which is what CNN was playing, right? So he was saying that you need to open an office inside the White House, that this is not enough. So they're actually clapping for him. But they're carving out 
the uh, the Hunter Biden stuff because he talks about that. But the uh, quote unquote liberal media, which is run by the CIA, let's just be honest. Like everything you see in the mainstream media, if you're allowed to see it, goes through the channels of the CIA and the NSA, period, end of story. They're not going to allow you to see something unless they want you to see it. Every now and then there is a gaffe. And something will come through and very quickly they memory hole it, they try to clean it up. But you're being shown exactly what they want you to see. And in that instance, every video I played was him talking about more gun control. He also talked about the video and Hunter Biden and smoking crack. But you don't see that. You will not see that. So what's going on? Why is this stuff being leaked now? Okay, here's 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 my my two cents around this. First of all, you're seeing these global leaders drop like flies. Bojo gone. He's gone. I think they're paving the way for Prince Prince William. That's just my two cents. And they may have some some guy who was born in India or whatever, or second generation Indian, that, that uh, Sunil guy who is pro digital currency, whatever. One one of uh, uh, one of the Schwabies, he may be the prime minister from for uh, England for cosmetic reasons, but I think I think it's going to be the prince. It's going to be the Prince William show. Sooner rather than later. But Bojo's gone. Macron. Macron's got a weird chart. I was looking at it yesterday. And Pluto is right on his, his ascendance. He's done. The only thing that can save him now is if he completely changed. I mean, really changed. Like, got out of the... Um, the pedo ghetto, Geppetto ghetto, and started naming names. Because he has to change. Pluto's on his ascendant. He's like a 28-degree rising Capricorn, and Pluto's right there. So he has to he has to either transform and grow or or die, right? He's also a late degree Sagittarius. So he's got Neptune squaring his Mercury, his sun, and his Venus. So he's going through a major test right now. And I don't, you know, unless he, unless he really transforms into the truth, which is Sagittarius, he's got a chart that's that's based on testing, personal tests. And he's going through one right now. And he may not make it. And by the way, I was thinking about this too with a lot of these people. Like somebody somebody uh, on Twitter, I, I posted the thing about uh, Macron and his chart on Twitter. And somebody said, good, that, that uh, little piece of shit needs to go. Well, first of all, he's not little. I think Macron is maybe six, two. 
So he's not little. We well, take the little part and then the piece of shit part. And so, I think, I think Joan brought this up, but um, a lot of these global leaders, they're fucking really deeply compromised, deeply, deeply compromised from an early age. Like they're put through things. They're, you know, like one of those little girls will probably grow up to be a world leader in that Hunter Biden photo, theoretically, right? They're really compromised. They get to them really young and they hack them. They hack their brains. They hack their uh, psyche. Uh, they hack their loins. When I say hack, I'm not talking about, you know, the, the meth head from Wisconsin kind of hack. They get in there, they hack them, and then they move them along so that when they finally get into a position of power, they're surrounded by their controllers, their handlers, and they do what they're told. And they're given all these perks, and some of them they're absolutely fine with, and they've become accustomed to the lifestyle, and not just the lifestyle, but the um, series of initiations that go along with it. When I say initiations, yeah, I'm talking about dark initiations. They become accustomed to it. So for them, the cremation of their care is baked into who they are. And I would say that's 90% of them. So when we see these people in, in a weird way, when that guy said that on Twitter, I had like a touch of humanity from Macron. Because a lot of times we think that, and I do believe this, by the way, that there's an inherent seed of evil in some people. That all these people are seduced by a sociopathology. And the sociopathology takes them off the path of being virtuous and trust and righteous. Um, virtuous, righteous, and true. That they 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 succumb to the to the serpent in the garden, right? That means that they're making a conscious choice somewhere along the way. Well, if I don't do it, somebody else will. I don't think that's always necessarily the case. I think some people are like that out of the chute. Other people, they have to create to be like that. And I think Macron is one of those people. In fact, I, I know some stuff about Macron. And he's deeply compromised from a very early age. He's doing what he's told to do. He's not the only one. As much as I hate George W. Bush, he's a guy that fits the profile abused, 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 abused all the way up until he becomes president. And he's abused some more. But he does what he's told. And you could tell that he had a split personality. There was nasty George, and there was kind of bumbling, fumbling, pat the bald guy on the head, George. So a lot of these people are just they're way more fucked up than we understand. 
they're way more compromised than we understand. Now, I do think that there are people who are inherently dark and inherently, I'll use the word evil. I put Hillary Clinton in that camp, by the way, even though some, some people believe that she was had the same thing going on. I don't really think so. I think Hillary's um, darkness is self-aware. And there are other people. I might even put Obama in that camp. Although when you go back and you go through Obama's history, you know, you see some of the same things. Frank Marshall Davis, Unk, who was turning him out. And who knows what else went on in Obama's life. I'm not making an excuse for Obama, by the way. Uh, and maybe he was just predisposed towards that. Some of these people are just predisposed. Some are brought into it and they get seduced and then they can't get out. And then they find themselves on a world fucking stage. I think this whole thing with Hunter Biden to wrap it up, that this is probably coming out of the Harris camp. That's what I think. I think the Harris camp wants him out. Um, there's a bunch of names, by the way, of the FBI. There's like fucking major FBI and, and NSA people on Hunter Biden's cell phone. Like those numbers are all available now. They're there. One of them was, you know, call only an emergency. He's got their pictures. He's got their long names. He's got their short names. His phone is chock full of FBI and NSA and CIA people. They're all in there. You can see it, right? So he's got a relationship. I mean, this thing is going to cascade. And I believe that it is the, uh, it's the Harris camp because they're at war. They are at war. And the Harris camp has been trying to get Joe Biden out so that Harris can step in. And Joe Biden's people are like Ron Klain are these old dyed in the wool cogs in the Democrat machine who are loyal to the Democrat machine and, and Biden. And they are doing everything in their power to firewall this whole thing with Biden and Harris. They don't want Harris in. It was, it was a shotgun marriage. If you go back and you watch the debate, Harris abused him. She called him a racist, a racist. He was forced to take Kamala Harris on that ticket. I guarantee you that. So I think what you're seeing is less about the white hats and more about the hoe hats. That's what I think is going on. I think they're trying to move him out of the way so Harris can become president. Yeah, and I know there's the you know, the big oil deal with the Chinese through Hunter and all this other shit. And we get to see the salacious photos with the crack and his dong and the young girls and the, the gun. It's going to be an issue. It's not going away. The idea is to force him out. And they're going to start to talk about this stuff. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden's writing for the Washington Post. Fucking Hunter Biden, man. If he didn't have all that money and all that privilege, 
Maybe you're living on the streets of San Francisco. Trust me. All right, I'm out of here. Thanks for being here. It's always good to exercise the demons, especially when you uh, have two tickets to paradise. Eddie Money is not Yacht Rock. And by the way, neither are the Eagles. Yacht. And I know that Billy Joel is considered Yacht Rock. He's not on my yacht. Sorry. Billy, you're, you're, you're back there. You're on the dock, and we're waving at you. We'll see you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Use your head in order to discern what's real. Your heart said what's possible from the video side and the podcast side. Thanks for being here. It's Robert Phoenix. And uh, we'll catch you sailing time, 9, 11 a.m. tomorrow. Bye for now.